This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. Hi, everyone. This is Larry Port, and this is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, sponsored by Rocket Matter. So the news is out of control. So if, if it was a carnival before or a circus before, now the tent is on fire and the elephants and the giraffes and the lions are running everywhere. We're heading into another presidential election year. And the last presidential election we had was crazy enough. Uh, we have an impeachment inquiry going on. And there's Brexit. There's all sorts of crazy stuff that we're reading about. And it's hard not to be glued. I mean... Look, even if it was like normal news, it's hard not to be glued because we're surrounded by it. It's like the air we breathe. It's uh, social media. You have 24-hour cable news networks. It's constant, constant, constant. It makes you kind of long for the days of Walter Cronkite and like one authoritative voice and you only listen to it only at one time a day. You know, maybe that's something we could think about. Maybe that's something that we could learn from. Um, is it possible to kind of emulate that experience? Well, that's kind of like one of the ideas that I have to combat all this. I think all this stuff is bad news. I think news is bad news. And I want to stay involved. There are things that are important to me. Um, but at the same time, it is exhausting. It's anxiety producing. It can make you irritable. It can make you angry. And I'm not alone here. So there's what is anecdotal evidence to me, it, usually when it's like anecdotal to you, there are larger trends at play. And uh, the American Psychological Association, this came out in 2018, said that while most adults say they follow the news regularly, 56% say that doing so causes them stress. Well, I'm one of those people in the 56%. Uh, there was another one performed by researchers uh, from the University of Nebraska. This just came out. And in this study, they said that nearly 40% of the respondents said that politics was a cause of stress in their lives. And about 20% reported losing sleep, feeling fatigued, or being depressed owing to politics. I mean, that's not good, right? Um, look, there's stuff going on, and I don't care what side you're on, um, it's, it's consuming, right? And it's consuming on the right, it's consuming on the left, it doesn't matter where you are. Um, and you're hearing it nonstop. So, so what can we do about this? Like, how can we pay attention and how can we do what's important to us, but still have a semblance of normalcy in our lives? Okay, so, so I have some ideas on this. Number one is let's go back to the Walter Cronkite thing for a second, right? We're not gonna be able to go back to an era where there was like, you know, just one authoritative source of news. But what we can go back to is this notion of consuming the news once a day. You know, um, Walter Cronkite in the evenings. I mean, that's kind of how I look at it. It is possible to maybe reduce your consumption so that you are only consuming the news once a day. Now, there's a couple ways to go about this. Number one is you would kind of have to really, really work hard to do this because it would mean a lot of self-discipline. Uh, it, it would mean shutting down those tabs in your browser that have Twitter and Facebook in it, right? Because even though you might want to check social media and see what your friends are up to, you're going to see the news, right? You're going to get sucked into the whole thing that's going on. And every day there's something crazy happening. And when you see that something crazy happening, you're going to go chase it down and you got to find out about it. That's one thing. 
Personally, what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and check it three times a day because I don't think um, I'm, I'm kind of almost like an alcoholic with the news. Like I cannot stop consuming it, right? So what I'm going to try and do is just limit my exposure morning, lunch, and dinner, and that's it, right? Um, I'm not going to check it while I'm working. I'm not going to take little quick breaks. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to check it during downtime and I'm going to enforce it. I'm going to enforce it on myself. So what I'm doing is I'm taking my daily planner and I just recorded a little video of this that you can see on the legal productivity blog and on my LinkedIn profile. So I recorded this little video of how I'm taking these check boxes that I have on this one section of my daily planner and I'm siphoning off three of them for the purpose of tracking my news consumption. And I check them off when I check the news. And let's see, it is currently six o'clock PM when I'm recording this and I've already checked the news three times today. So I'm done. Like tonight, I'm just going to take the night off. I'm going to read my book. I'm going to practice my guitar. I'm going to have dinner with my family. I'm going to do what I can do. One of those things to kind of distract myself from what is going on in the world. And apparently that's like good advice because uh, there was uh, a news article I read during my news addiction that was talking about this exact same phenomenon. And it was saying one of the things to do is put the phone down, put the computers down and shut it off and do something that you find relaxing, whether it's cooking or whatever. So removing those stressful inputs, holding yourself accountable so that, you know, checking off the things on, on the list. The other thing is about, you know, just discussing it with people. And, and maybe we've all realized this by now, the holidays are coming up. Thanksgiving is around the corner. The holidays are around the corner. And you're going to be confronted with people that you don't necessarily agree with. And, and I think the big thing to realize, and maybe we've all figured this out by now, is that you'll never change someone's mind. There is no fact or figure or source that is going to change someone's mind. So I have this business coach, Dan Sullivan. I go to Strategic Coach in Toronto. And he has this quote saying, our eyes only see and our ears only hear what our brain is looking for. You know, in other words, if, if, if people are presented with evidence that doesn't jive with how they see the world, they're not going to pay attention to it. So another quote I like is from War Games, which is the only winning move is not to play. So, you know, if you know that you can have a civil conversation with somebody about these subjects then go for it. But if you can't, or if somebody brings it up and you know they're a hothead and you know that they're never going to be able to have a civil conversation about it, just sidestep it, change the subject. You know, it's just, it, it's to be avoided at all costs. And it will reduce a lot of stress. Um, the next thing is one that I find particularly uh, powerful. And that is to spot trolls. So internet trolling is uh, a kind of a nasty thing. It's, it's kind of a form of vitriolic commentary. Uh, Wikipedia describes them as a person who starts quarrels or upsets people on the internet to distract and sow discord by posting inflammatory, extraneous, or off-topic messages in an online community, whether for the troll's amusement or a specific game. So it, trolls are out there to manipulate people's emotions. And some of these trolls, whether we like it or not, may be people that are being covered in the news. So just realize that if your emotions get manipulated by a troll, you played right into their trap. You know, uh, on the flip side of the whole thing is that um, trolls are pretty easy to, you know, to, to fend off because all you really have to do is recognize that someone is a troll, that their comments are trolling. 
And as soon as you recognize that and you choose, okay, not to react or not to respond to that person, then you won. You now have control over your emotions. So I think one of the most important things that people can do when looking at online commentary is spotting who's trolling and who's not. And just, you know, what? they're a troll, whatever. I'm not going to get bothered by it, right? Because that's what they're trying to do is just get you upset. Anyhow, these are some of the techniques that I am pursuing to make sure that I can be informed, follow what's going on in the news, but at the same time, not be completely consumed with it. I don't know how it's going to go for me. I'll be brutally honest. I don't know if I'm going to be able to limit myself to three times a day, but I'm going to try my hardest to keep control over this thing because at the end of the day, it affects my mood. It affects my productivity because if I get sucked into some sort of ridiculous news article when I could be doing something else that's of value to my business, then um, everybody's losing. It's, it's not a good move. In any case, stay tuned. I would love to hear from people what they do, how they feel about um, you know, tracking the news. And maybe they think I'm just ridiculous. Maybe you think it's important and that you should do this. And that you know, I'd, I'd be happy to hear that too, as long as you're not a troll. So email me, Larry at rocketmatter.com. Would love to hear your thoughts. And thank you very much for listening. This is the 10 Minute Law Firm Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content.